0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Crunchy Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Christine Rod. I'm a crunchy mother of two little boys and we live in the beautiful state of Colorado. I run a Facebook community group of over 8,000 moms empowering them to reclaim motherhood and take their next steps towards holistic health. Let's get started. When I threw around the idea of a podcast to my group, everybody was so excited and they asked if I would do a little introduction cast to share how I began my crunchy motherhood journey. I was raised in a pretty traditional way. I was vaccinated, we used regular products from the store, and we ate whatever we wanted to eat or whatever we could afford. Despite being pretty conventional, though, my mom still gave us vitamin C, echinacea, and probiotics every single day, and we still never got the flu shot. She dabbled in essential oils a little bit, so I kind of knew the basics. Like, I would try peppermint for a headache before reaching for Advil, lavender before I would take Benadryl when I couldn't sleep, and I'd take capsules of oregano before finally caving for antibiotics every single time. And that's the extent of my not-so-crunchy knowledge up until I got married. I thought that I was pretty healthy. I had no major diseases that surgery or medication didn't already fix for me. But looking back, I definitely wasn't. I had ovarian cysts that would burst every cycle starting at age 12, and I was put onto birth control. A few years later, I had a headache that was caused by a rare nerve condition that lasted for over three years. And at 17, I had my gallbladder removed, which by the way, was my fourth surgery before I even turned 18. I've also been on antibiotics for more sinus infections than I can even count. As a teenager and an adult, I experienced anxiety and depression, I had daily headaches and migraines all the time, I suffered from chronic pain and fatigue, I had hormone issues like the ovarian cysts early on in puberty, and then painful heavy periods later on, and I also suffered from on and off again digestive issues all the time. I was healthy, by all the big standards, but I wasn't thriving, my body was screaming from all different areas that things were not okay, and I just wasn't ready to listen. After my husband and I got married, I did what every woman is supposed to do. I got on birth control, again. This time I went with the implant. I was roped in by the promise of low hormone levels, no side effects, no period, and no pregnancy. I trusted my doctors like I always had trusted doctors. After three months of extreme bleeding and horrifying mood swings, I almost cut the thing out myself. I had to beg my doctor to remove it, and I received lectures on needing to try another hormonal birth control. I started looking for hormone-free options that weren't condoms, and that's when I discovered natural family planning. I joined a few Facebook communities, which is where I had my first experience of women that were willing to speak out about the effects of artificial hormones on a woman's body, and how their doctors had failed them. Later on when I got pregnant with our first son Jacob, things shifted. A little bit. Suddenly, my decisions affected more than myself, so we made some easy swaps. I feel like deep down I knew— The Lord gives us our intuition for a reason, and I just knew that we needed more gentle stuff to be around a baby. So I bought my first bottle of Thieves Cleaner because a friend that I know used it around her kids, and we swapped out some other stuff for more natural brands like our body wash, our laundry soap, things like that. And what we realized was now that we were aware, we were able to recognize things that were our triggers. Candles were giving us migraines, so we trashed those. Then fragrance in our lotions started to bother us, and one by one we started getting rid of stuff without really even knowing exactly why it was causing these reactions. We were making changes, but there wasn't a change in us. That'll make a little more sense in a bit. I like to believe that even as young as we were, we still had pretty solid heads on our shoulders, so when we started researching birth plans, we realized that a hep B vaccine at birth literally made zero sense for our baby. He wasn't going to be doing drugs or sleeping with prostitutes, which are the most common ways that hepatitis B is spread. So we felt pretty confident about that one, and we declined that at birth. Despite all the little nudges along the way, this, the decision to skip a vaccine, was the beginning of a real change for us. I think the things that prevent most people from taking the first step, googling the first thing, or asking somebody the first question, is that it has the potential to dismantle the entire framework of what you've been taught to believe. This is the theory of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is engaged as a protective mechanism in our brains to navigate conflict. When we hold on to a belief, whether it's about someone, something, or even something we believe about ourselves, and then we're presented with new information that contradicts that, our brains go into a state of psychological stress, and it needs to reconcile the inconsistency in order to function. You're probably nodding your head right now because you know exactly what I mean. Unless you grew up in a crunchy holistic home, you probably experienced this exact thing at some point, or at multiple points along the way. To restore cognitive consonance, there are two responses. You can either completely ignore the source of conflicting information, or you can risk that you might change your beliefs. However, as a lot of you have probably discovered, it's really not that simple when it comes to health and living a natural lifestyle. My husband and I talk often about how we have to guard our hearts to which rabbit holes we go down, because there are so many. Some of them are true, and some of them, probably not so much. The point, though, that we always come to is that one thing always leads to another. So, we came up with a list of a few beliefs that one has to accept, and how because one thing leads to the next, the cognitive dissonance is extremely tense at every stop, but especially the first one. Number one. When you discover that your laundry soap contains a lot of toxic chemicals, the belief that you have to accept is that the FDA doesn't ensure everything on the shelf at the store is free of harmful toxins. Number two. Once you've accepted that, you then have to examine why a company would do that in the first place, and you'll probably arrive at the conclusion that a lot of companies don't care about their consumers. They're only accountable to their bottom line and their stakeholders. Number three, so now you understand that companies will put toxins in your products and your baby's products because it's cheap and they don't care about you, and the government agency who you thought was there to protect you from this sort of situation doesn't. You then begin to question, what else is a lie? Who else is lying? And everything slowly becomes open for question. The entire framework begins to dissolve before your eyes. Not to mention the immense mom guilt that you're probably already feeling because you've been using these products on your kids. Trust me, I've been there. And now we've hit another cognitive dissonance roadblock and we have to make another choice. Is removing toxins from your products enough for you? If so, that is great and I wish you the most abundant inner peace. But for me, and I suspect most of you, that's not good enough. The next decision is, do I start to question everything? Do I question my food? My parenting style? What about vaccines? Can I even trust our pediatrician? Is it actually safer to give birth in a hospital? What alternatives are there for healthcare? What else might the government be covering up? Are aliens real? I'm joking about that last one, but seriously, these are some big questions and they're all fair game the moment you decide, yes, let's question everything. So, that's exactly what we did. We questioned everything. We decided that we would go through all of the issues step by step, do our own research, and make fully informed decisions about what we felt was best for our family. When it came time for Jacob's two-month checkup and the first round of vaccines, we obviously had a lot of questions. We had already done a lot of research reading studies, books, listening to podcasts, and talking with people that we trusted. We had a pretty good idea of what we were comfortable with, but we still made a list of questions for the pediatrician and brought that with us. That's when everything changed. When we first started seeing this doctor, we were treated like the knowledgeable first-time parents that we were. I had been a nanny for nine years already, so this wasn't my first rodeo. This time, though, we were made to feel like because we dared question vaccines, we didn't even deserve to be parents. We made the mistake of letting the pediatrician know that we were planning a family vacation to Portugal the next month. She basically told us that our baby was going to die if we didn't allow her to give him all of the vaccines that the CDC said that he needed. So we did. We left that appointment confused because we had seen the research that we read, embarrassed that we let her manipulate us in that way, and furious that our choices for our son were not respected. We never went back. It was around this time that I also became a Young Living member. My friend Katie had reached out because I shared that I was really struggling with postpartum depression. She told me there was a starter kit of essential oils that I definitely needed, and she promised me that the oils would work way better than the cheap ones that I had tried before. So... When they worked, I was all in. What I didn't expect, though, from the starter kit was the community. I felt so alone because none of the other moms I knew believed the things that we believed. So joining this community that was filled with other moms who were also pursuing natural health, this was like my first crunchy mom group, guys, and it was so cool. Vaccines might have been the spark that ignited this fire in my heart, but our Young Living team has really been the fuel that has kept me going and has brought me to where I am today. So that's why I do what I do. It's why I've spent thousands of hours on our Crunchy Motherhood Facebook group and why I've started this podcast. I want to help you work through these issues one at a time and really dig in so you can make informed decisions for your family. Your decisions may be different from my decisions, and that's the beauty of freedom and free will. So mamas, let's question everything. I would totally appreciate it if you guys would subscribe, comment, rate, share, do all of the things to help me get this off the ground. Let me know what you thought of this first podcast and what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Until next time, keep up the good work.